If you're a greedy trader, start following your rules. Right, Brian? If you're an anxious trader, start reducing your risk. There you go. I guess I was an anxious trader. If you're a scared trader, start thinking of probabilities. Right? Backtest your systems. If you're an angry trader, focus on the next opportunity, not the one staring you in the face right now. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. If you're looking to create a bulletproof trading plan, then you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. This holds the secrets that you've been looking for. You can get it completely for free at 10minutestocktrader.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon, traders. I feel like my headphones are doing something weird. Okay, we're good. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't have my final thoughts figured out just yet. Still scrolling, still scrolling. Um, my wife, who had been gone on a... Uh, there we go. This will work. This is a good one. My wife had been on a uh, business trip. She just got back about mm, 30 minutes ago. So family still trying to get back in order. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming to today's 10 minute trading room. Uh, I am super stoked today. I have had a meeting with the outlier developers there. Um, had a chance to talk with my friend Mitch. So yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Brian, good to see you. Ooh, <laughs> that's how I read that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's jump right into our market analysis. Okay, welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, uh, as I texted early on in the day, uh, not planning for any new trades, um, I went through all the outlier list and what I saw, there was, there was a lot of opportunities today, but none of the opportunities match our risk profile, um, for buying or selling. So none of them are on the table for us today. So the only thing we're going to be doing is looking at what is in our portfolio, taking things off if we need to do so. But of course we need to approach every day risk first because risk is what's going to keep you in the game. Let's take a look at real quick at the market. We do have the SPY with the 10 period over the 20 period, price over the 50 period. So this is definitely bullish. That is looking good. And the MMFI, as you know, we like to check that. Look at this. Look at this recovery here. Anybody out there who's saying the, the market is um, overbought, the market doesn't have legs, they're completely wrong. This is when the market finally has legs. <laughs> So yeah, don't be discouraged on a day when the market pulls back just a little bit. Yorn, good to see you. Good to see you. Yorn, um, I did want to mention uh, Yorn and I are meeting right immediately after this. Yorn, once we hang up, if you want to jump into the link that April sent you, um, we can just get started right away. We don't have to wait till three o'clock if that works for you or three o'clock central time if that works for you. Um, so yeah, that's what we got with the market. Fin Club came in orange today. So what we have on the books today are a handful of stocks, and let's go through each one. So CL, Colgate-Palmolive, we are short this one. Let's start with that. Clean up the chart a little bit. All right. So we took a short in this one from 78.76. Currently, it's at 75.16. From a chart perspective, definitely looks bearish. And from the outlier perspective, continues to look bearish. Um, definitely looks like it's moving in the right direction. We want to see the uh, the green colors getting lighter, moving into the pink colors. So CL stays on. 
Next is UBS. Now, UBS has been really interesting. This ride has been interesting to watch because uh, this one, we bought it at 2015, really crashed down hard to 17 or 1876. And uh, I, I was honestly, I was not loving this one. It's actually back now, uh, slightly profitable by about 10 cents. And uh, this one here, we do not have that exit point yet on the buy. So we're continuing to hold, continuing to hold UBS. Going to the next one, NLY. Now, NLY, uh, early, earlier today, I was done with it. Reason being that I was done with it was a number one. Uh, we have not got a uh, a reversal signal on this yet, nor have we got a uh, signal to get out on NLY. So I was looking at this earlier today, and when I texted, "Hey, I'm ready to close my puts on this." Uh, what time was that at? 9:53 a.m. my time, Central Time. Um, that was above this recent high over here, and so I was like, you know what? There's nothing bearish about that when it's making new highs. Uh, but right now, if it's going to close on the lows here, I'm going to keep it because I don't have my exit signal just yet. But if it were closing above this number here, this high that was set at 2012, yeah, I was going to get out. There's just no reason when it's setting new highs. But if it's going to reverse and come back down, I'm up for it. So keeping in LY. Next is Spy Victor. Good to see you, my friend. Spy I believe SPY is, yeah, we entered this one on June 1st. I think that was a Thursday with a nice pop-up. Moving sideways on that, totally no issue there. Um, we do have a buy point showing on that date. We don't have our exit point just showing yet, but I do believe the next shade of green that would show on here would be our exit point. Let me double check that real quick. Yeah, the, if you look in the bottom right corner, you can see the shades of green. Um, what I like to do is I like to exit on the shade of green that starts with the 88. And oh my gosh, I've probably backtested 200 charts at this point, um, going through finding the the best entry and exits. And uh, we are not quite there yet. I believe it's just one more shade of green to go before we get there. So this could be the next day or two. Go ahead and tap out and move on with the trade. Uh, but that one stays on. Next is XLY. We got into this one yesterday. XLY was up really strong this morning. I was super excited about that. Again, just like SPY, it has not reached the closure point of the SPY signal that came in um, two days ago. And it is currently at uh, 58.36, just, I mean, a smidge over where we got in, 57, or actually 80 cents above where we got in. Um, this high, I was watching here, if we could close above it, and we have, which is really good. And um, like I say, this morning, it was way up here. Now, I do want to tell you a little change to the strategy is once it starts hitting these one ATR points, I want to start rolling. In fact, I believe we did. Yeah, we did do that in SPY. We want to roll these up and out. Two reasons. Number one is we can take profits off the table now. By taking profits off the table now, you can fund more trades into your account. And the trade is now less risk. So it was, um, let's say if it was $1,000 of risk, you've taken off $250 in, in uh, credit per contract, $250 per contract. And now your total risk on the trade is $750. But you get to keep the trade on, which is pretty outstanding. And you have that $250 that you can now trade with. So that's what you do when you roll it up. Now, by rolling it out, that gives us more time. Um, because with these options, of course, all options have an expiration date. And... If it doesn't have a expiration or if the expiration date comes before the closure point, we don't want that to happen. Right. So we want to push it up and out whenever we hit these ATR points, which allows the trade to stay alive 
and for us to take some profits off the table. So XLY stays on. And lastly, SPLG, which I mentioned yesterday, this one is exactly the same as SPY, just 10 times less cost, which is pretty cool. So of course, this one is not to an exit point yet, uh, but it does look like it could be approaching that point um, anytime soon. And what are we about? About flat on this one, 50, I mean, within a penny. So yeah. Uh, so that is the plan for today. Like I said, I had planned to take off uh, NLY, but if it's not setting new highs at the close, I am open to keeping it on, waiting for that exit signal to come. So um, real quick, want to mention um, we are definitely going to be out next week. A lot of these are expiring next Friday. Um, so I, this coming Friday, uh, we'll be making decisions on if we're going to um, take them off, if we're going to roll them out any further. And then while I'm on vacation, um, we're going to a beach house. Uh, I, I'll, I'll still text you on the Discord. We're not going to add any new trades, but if we do need to take something off, I will be in touch with you to let you know what we're taking off. Um, so moving into our final thoughts of the day. Once I find the button there. Ooh, Brian. <laughs> Emotional control equals trading success. Now, how do we get to an emotional control point? In my opinion, the easiest way to get an emotional control over your trades is by having the right position size. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I was uh, tucking my younger son, Elliot, into bed one night. This was early on in my trading career. And um, I mean, I was all the way in, as far in as you could get, right? Totally levered in. And I remember just having this like cold sweat just overwhelm me, thinking to myself, whoa, if the market crashes tomorrow, I'm done. I'm toast. Reason being is that I, I, I had no emotional control. I definitely didn't have trading success, but I had way too big of a position. Like Brian says, with rules, right? Your rules need to include a position. Uh, 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 position size. And um, I mean, I would put that at the top of the pyramid every time or the bottom of the bottom of the funnel right here before the very last thing you've got to make sure you put on is the right size. Because you put on a trade and it's 10 times too big, you're going to worry about it 10 times more than you would about another trade. Well, Chris, how do you determine what size is too big? What's the appropriate size? Like 2%, right? Listen, if I'm wrong on this trade, I still have 98% of my account left. 98% is an okay thing to walk away with. But if I put on 70% of my account into a trade, and then I wake up the next day and the market's gone against me, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm worried. I mean, I can't tell you how many nights of not being able to sleep did I go through before I realized just how important position sizing was. And it's not about you want to trade the smallest you can, because realistically, you want to put on a trade that is going to work and move the needle. Right? And that's why I like 2%. Because let's say if you have a $100 account, you're not putting a $2 trade on. You could put on a big trade, but only give it $2 of risk. That's the difference, right? If you know how much risk you're taking up front, following the rules, 
And you know what that turns into for your position size with just, you know, a little bit of math. Then you can put on a trade that you can tell will move the needle in the direction you want it to go when it works. And when it doesn't, you get out. It's a scratch. It's a paper cut. You move on with your life. So that's how I feel. I don't think we even got to the rest of that. That's how I feel that you can gain emotional control. If you're a greedy trader, start following your rules. Right, Brian? If you're an anxious trader, start reducing your risk. There you go. I guess I was an anxious trader. If you're a scared trader, start thinking of probabilities. Right? Backtest your systems. If you're an angry trader, focus on the next opportunity, not the one staring you in the face right now. The one that didn't work out. All right. Thank you all so much for coming to today's 10-minute trading room. Um, Yorn. Do me a favor, uh, if you can, please jump into that link um, that I just, uh, that April sent you. In fact, give me another second here, Yorn. Oh, I can't do it while I'm live. Um, I'll, I will send it to you in the DMs on the, just checking to see if April did now. I'll send it to you in the DMs, in the Discord, just to make sure that you've got it. And I'll see you over there in just a minute. Everyone else, have a fantastic day. And in fact, if Yorn is up for it, I believe... Um, everyone can jump in and watch too. We talked about that. Um, here's the link to Yorn's uh, meeting. And as y'all know, I love to do that where um, we can have a meeting, we can chat. Yorn's got a thumbs up, and everyone else can uh, can learn from it as well. Because I mean, Yorn's going to have the same questions that you know Brian's going to have, and Victor's going to have the same questions that Yorn's going to have, and everything else. So. Uh, thank you all so much for coming to today's 10-Minute Trade Room. Yorn, I'll see you in just a moment. Everyone else, I uh, will talk soon. Have a great day. Talk later. Hey, by the way, don't forget, you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. And it's totally free over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com.